Hello, America. You have found it. It is the Loftus Party. That's right. I gave you the good old-fashioned hello. We're never afraid of the classics here on the Loftus Party. Uh, we got a, a great show. I'm joined once again uh, by the one and only Mr. Andrew Apple. Andrew, I, say I will, hello. I will also give you a hello. There you go. There's nothing wrong with hello. I'll, I'll, I'll bring back the hola. I'll bring back the konnichiwa's. Yes. And there's We're, so many types of hellos. We can do an Adele hello. We can do a Brentwood hello. There's a, uh, there's a song I kept hearing the last time I was in Vegas. I just called to say hello. I don't know if you've heard that one. I, I, yeah. does. It's Hello. a catchy, yeah, it's a catchy little pop song. Yep. But uh, it's a great show. I love this. I love this whole thing. It's the news of the day. It's the it's uh, it's political comedy. It's jokes. It's slice of life. It's everything wonderful that is the Loftus Party. And I gotta tell you, it's also theloftusparty.com. Mm-hmm. So happy with the way this thing is coming together. Are you a woman wearing a Chewbacca mask? Happy? You know what? I'm not there yet. I'm not. I'm getting close. <laughs> that was magical, mystical. We got this thing. Uh, I want to give a special uh, uh, thanks and, and a shout out uh, to uh, to Stacy and Lou. Stacy, you might know her. She's got a little uh, a show with JD. JD and Stacy, Bloody Marys and Broadsheets. They're they're a good. It's a good crew. It's a lot of fun. Check out Game On with JD and Stacy. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Stacy has uh, been uh, really doing a lot of the work on the on the the website. And the Loftus Party is so fantastic and it literally just keeps getting better every mm-hmm. day we uh we were spitballing ideas the other day we came up with this this thing for the daily dose mm-hmm. and it's great you go back you check it and you just get your daily dose of the loftest party it's like four or five little stories boom you click on it uh and just find some wonderful stuff uh it's it's so great. Today there's a story uh, about spiders. Of course, today being uh, the, the day we record. The day we record. Yes. Yes. There's spiders. There's uh, phallic lipstick stories. There's oh. political stories. It's all great. You never. It is a crazy grab bag of awesomeness. Okay. Uh, it is your daily dose. So I'm thrilled with that. And wait. And oh, here's the great thing about uh, the Loftus party. What's that? The uh, the logo. The mm-hmm. mascot. Like and I totally forgot I did it. I was doing this uh, monologue for the flip side, mm-hmm. the, t- the TV show where you and I uh, we we work. Uh, and I was doing this like, uh, okay, Democrats, you can keep your donkeys. Republicans, you can keep your elephants. Because I got something cooler. I got a tiger, and it flies and it breathes fire. Ha mm-hmm. ha ha! So it was just a joke. Yeah. So uh, Stacy, in her awesomeness, is going back watching YouTube clips. Yep. Which that's going crazy well. Absolutely. <laughs> It's so it's like a really really good day at Loftus Party uh, uh, home HQ. base. Yeah, HQ. So she found this little thing and she sent me. Uh, and I'm never going to delete the text. I have a photo of it. I did a screen grab of it. And she's like, uh, she goes, thought you'd think this was funny. Mm-hmm. And it's it was like she took uh, a like a little generic tiger thing and mm-hmm. she put some angel wings on it and had some fire coming out. And she's like, ha ha ha, lol. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> She goes, no, you you did this in your monologue. Yeah. And I go, this is awesome. This should be. <laughs> so then Oleg, mm-hmm. uh, who does a lot of the artwork for the show, Oleg has a great website mm-hmm. uh, called The People's Cube. If you're ever watching the Flipside show, uh, the Flipside television show, I hate the Flipside show. Uh, you know what? It's a thing. It, it used to... It's just that thing. But here's the nice thing. If you go to the flipsideshow.com, it takes you directly to the loftusparty.com. Internet magics. There it is. Internet magics, people. So uh, Oleg uh, runs this thing, The People's Cube. Mm-hmm. And if you if you watch uh, the television show, The Flipside, you'll see I, there's a, a Rubik's Cube 
uh, it's a communist Rubik's cube, yes. and every every uh, square is red. Yes. So everyone wins. Everyone. <laughs> I think it's very very <laughs> funny. So Oleg has a great website uh, called the People's Cube. He does all these graphics. So I sent him Stacy's mock up, and I'm like, hey, could you do like a real rockin' version of this? And then Oleg. <laughs> He writes me back like a half hour later. He goes, here is your hot rod muscle T-shirt. Horrible. Like he was just like totally ridiculing me. And he goes like, here you go. And I like wrote, I'm like, this is awesome. So uh, that's the, the little story of the logo for the Loftus party. Uh, and the website is coming along. Mm-hmm. And it changes every day. And there's a great news feed from the Phantom Sway, another yep. cool news site. Mm-hmm. It's coming together, man. It's coming together. And sign up for our newsletter on there. You can sign up for the newsletter. You can do the newsletter, Facebook, Twitter. Everything is there. There's videos. There's, uh, there's podcasts. You can get caught up with everything. You can get cool news. Uh, there's going to be video game news. Mm. There's just like all, we're going to help out these really uh, interesting charities, people who need uh, uh, help because mm-hmm. that's the community right yep. there. We got to we got to help other people out. We're going to celebrate small businesses. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so aw- I mean, it's so awesome right now and it's just going to keep getting better. And yep. I'm just thrilled with it. So anyway, uh, welcome to this episode. Welcome to this show. Uh and then just the, the quick rundown, uh, the flip side is a uh, syndicated TV show. If you have Time Warner Cable, mm-hmm. you can watch us on uh, a channel called U2 America. And that's U2 as in you also. You as well, America. Not like I can't live with or without you, U2. <clears throat> that would be awesome. Yes. I tell you what, if U2 had their own channel, I would subscribe to that. Well, you know, I, I love I, those guys. I think U2 needs to stay where they are. They they tried branching out. They did a Broadway musical. It didn't work out very well. You know what? They, one of the songs, eerily similar to their Batman song. Not and, and then you totally forgot they even wrote a Batman song. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the, yeah. They mm-hmm. wrote a Spider-Man song. That, yeah. But that's the thing. When you hire a band to write a was Broadway that Turn musical, Off the Night? Turn Off the Dark. Turn... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, The new uh, Avengers, Captain America versus. Civil War. We yeah. talked about this. Just fantastic. Absolutely. And I tell you what. What's that? That kid who plays Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Get out of Dodge. I know. He is fantastic. Yep. You're like, finally. like, And I, 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 I like Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. I like the whole Sam Raimi one. Yeah. Tobey Maguire, I'm always going to love you, Tobey. Mm-hmm. You got a special place in my little Spider-Man heart. Okay. Uh, but this new kid is fantastic. You know what a lot and, of people uh, are actually and saying? And Aunt May. Oh, Ho ho! Yeah, we got a hot Aunt May, right? Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. I am ready for a shower scene with Aunt May. You know, there are going to be some <laughs> kids who they they go and watch the wrestler after this, and they're going to be really really happy. <laughs> hey, if you liked Aunt May and Spider Man, you'll love her and the wrestler. And if you're uh, under the age of eighteen, uh, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the TV show is more just like big picture politics stuff. This is where we, uh, as they say on on MSNBC, this is where we drill down. We drill down more on stories, and it's more uh, ripped from the headlines, stories of the week. Uh, so let us begin. Let us begin. What do you have, Andrew? Because I got I got so much, I really don't know where to start. Well, I don't know if you've heard, there is a presidential election that's going on what? right now. I know, Who's in it? Well, is there a Bush running? There is not anymore. There, oh. there is no Bush. What do you, unless you count low Hillary. Low energy? Oh, all right. All right. That's the kind of joke that wouldn't make the television show. Nope. But we celebrate it here. Yes, we do. All right. So um, in, in political news, Bernie's still running hard. Yes. And there's still, still 
like uh, echoes of the thunder yep. of uh, Nevada. Oh, yeah. I mean. Barbara Boxer. I was afraid for my life. And it's, I was afraid. For, really? It's the silliest thing ever. Because at the end of the day, let's say Bernie's people had gotten exactly what they wanted. And let's say. They would have netted an additional three delegates. That's they were fighting over. And really? Yeah. And at the end of the day, look, there was a really good point made on the news this week. Our you buried the lead. I know. Shocking, <laughs> right? But general elections are of the people, by the people, for the people. That's where everyone gets out. Every vote counts. Mm-hmm. Political parties, they're fraternities. They are not going to be fair. They're not going to be fair. No matter what happens, they are about who they think is the cool I was candidate. halfway through a swallow of Diet Coke. <laughs> When you said something I agreed with so much, yeah, and that I, my myself, lost track of this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not the will of the people. No, it's this private enterprise. Absolutely, it's a, it's a little frat. Yep. It's a, like a, a group of uh, people back in the day. Like, let's form our own club. Yep, and then we'll ask the people who the leader of our club should be, mm-hmm. or the pretend leader, and then that'll be the guy that we'll nominate. Yep, like that is the system. Absolutely. So you could say it's uh it. It's not broken. No. It's working exactly yeah. as these private clubs do work. They got it exactly what so they So great wanted. point. Good on you. Thank you. Ding, ding. Give yourself a gold star. Yeah. It's... At home. <laughs> not you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listener. Uh, I'm like, we made a great point, so I'm going to keep track of the great points we made. Sounds good. I'm going to put us down for one. Okay. but Which is good, because we're only like 10 minutes in. We've already even. made an awesome point. We're doing well. <laughs> We've just spent nine of those minutes patting ourselves on the back, but we're doing okay. For the awesome website. I, you know what? Here's the deal. I'm crazy proud of it. As you should I'm be. I'm stupid proud. Yeah. This is America. We did this in the monologue, and here I, I'm going to circle back to it. Mm-hmm. But, like, go get you some. Yeah. The internet is an awesome place. Absolutely. Go get a domain name. Start doing your thing. People are out there. And, like, there is – here's the one of the joys, and we'll, we'll come back to politics in just mm-hmm. a minute. But yeah. Like, as a stand-up comic. Yep. And before that, I was, I was acting and blah, blah, blah in school, whatever, uh, in a band. But as a stand-up comic, it's really ethereal. It's mm-hmm. you're, It's just there's words that go floating out, uh, and the audience laughs, and that floats back, and mm-hmm. that feels wonderful. And that's a great little exchange of just sound, and then there's nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. When you leave that stage, literally, the instant the, the audience stops laughing and you're walking, it's over. And then I found uh, when I started writing in television mm-hmm. uh, and writing scripts, there is such a satisfaction in having a script in your hand. Yes. Like these, and this is going to sound so hokey and ridiculously uh, romantic and idealistic, but it is absolutely true. There was a stack of blank paper. Yep. An idea came out of my little brain. Mm-hmm. It went through that computer. I put it on that paper. And now there is a thing yeah. that I can hold. And, and it's what, it's why I love gardening. Mm-hmm. It's why I love cooking. Hmm. Uh, I do. Okay. I'm making a pot roast today. I'm so jazzed about my new Dutch oven. We can put the recipe up on LoftusParty.com. <laughs> we should. We should. I'll let you know how it comes out. But I love things that are tangible. And like the Loftus Party, mm-hmm. I, I click on it, and it's there. Yeah. And it's pretty darn cool. Yep. And it's just getting cooler, and I love that. Okay. I love, love, love it. As so I'm encouraging everybody. This is – don't ever forget. This is America. This is where dreams come true. Mm-hmm. You work hard. And I'm, very, and I'm extremely proud of it. It was an idea floating around in my brain. Mm-hmm. I got – I have some really cool friends, some really awesome people that, I, that are in my life, and, like, now an awesome thing is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we are right now doing it <laughs> right, even as we speak. And Bernie Sanders wants to rip that all down. Oh. See how oh, I got back in? Like See it. that transition? I do. I do. How dare he? <laughs> how dare he? It's America. Last time I checked, this is America. 
Last I heard, it's a democracy. He wants to start changing rules, right? Well, I saw Howard Dean. Uh, that Howard <laughs> Dean. Which, you know, that, he gets a bad rap for that. Yeah. Uh, I really, I, I, I watched that, and I, mm-hmm. I, I mock it. I just did. I was yeah. like, yeah, Howard Dean. But he was just so filled with joy yeah. when he gave that speech. Absolutely. I, I give him a free pass. Like, I'm pretty sure I've made some weird noises uh, when I was extremely <laughs> happy, and I might even made some faces, too. You know, I'm stealing this joke, but it's like somewhere in some corner of some dark bar, Howard Dean just got to be sitting there, like clutching his bourbon, like looking at Donald Trump's entire campaign and candidacy. Yeah. And he's like, I got kicked out for going yaw. Yeah. Yeah. And you know who's sitting next to Howard Dean? Who's that? Uh, with a, with a, a gin and tonic. Who's that? Joe Biden. Mm. Like, mm, he's got to be regretting it. He's got to be regretting it. Hillary's numbers are so low. Yeah, like her approval, and like in the, the de- in the Democratic Party, like like Bernie is a but- much better matchup. Yeah, uh, versus Trump, Bernie's Absolutely. up by like fifteen in that hypothetical. Yeah, uh, but like Joe Biden, couldn't we almost had it all? <laughs> he really could have crushed it. And oh my God, that would be the most entertaining debate ever. It's what could have been. Yes, it's what could have been. I would love to have. I, here's the thing about Biden. Biden has that thing yeah. that Hillary doesn't have. She is a programmed robot, and like she's like an old school computer with the cards and the big dot printer. You yeah. know, my survey says to say this. The response to this should be that. Yeah. My handlers tell me I should. And Joe Biden is like, hey, he's off the cuff. Half the time he's wrong. Remember when he told that paralyzed guy to stand up, take a bow? Remember that? It was very Kanye West of him. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> but I tell you what, I, it's the, it's what I like about uh, Bernie is what I like about Joe Biden. Yeah. He doesn't need cue cards. No. He'll, he, Biden, right or wrong, he believes it, man. Absolutely. I would party with that dude. I, I would invite him to the Loftus Party Barbecue. That's why I did that skit. Go on YouTube and watch the skit, the Loftus Party Barbecue. It's great. It's like who I would invite to hang out with. Yeah. And like, you know who ma- you know who makes that cut? Chris Matthews. Really? That, he'd be an awesome guest at a party. Uh, that's true, actually. Like in the olden days and like in the 1700s, 1800s, mm-hmm. that dude, his dance card would always be full. I agree. Because that guy, you know you're going to get uh, some decent conversation out of it. Absolutely. That's the thing we have to bring back into civilized society. Decent conversation? Yes. There used to be a thing. If you were invited to somebody's house, mm-hmm. they would provide the food. Yeah. And you, would provide, you were supposed to provide interesting conversation. Everybody knew how to sing a song, a poem they could recite, a story they could tell. You were to keep the entertain. You were there oh as the entertainment. I love that. It would be great. Yeah. And we so, would all get along so much better. We really would. We really would. So many things about polite society. So Bernie Sanders, he wants to change the rules to like benefit himself. I, I don't even know what he wants. But, I don't I really. I, I don't beyond free college. And this is just me being ignorant. Beyond free college and like the wealthy paying their fair share. But here's that's where we're on the same page, yeah. really. Other than like wealthy individuals. Yeah. Like let's not forget about the estate tax. Yeah. Like. That's just criminal. The estate tax is just criminal. Well, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know anybody. Be- it's gotten a lot better. Let, really, be it has. Michael- it's impossible. The only way for the estate tax for, to get better is for it to go away. But here's the: it is criminal. The first five point four million dollars <laughs> that you leave to someone, yeah, completely tax free. It is not affected by the estate tax. That's wonderful. That's great. Yeah. You know what the estate tax took from me? What's that? The Cleveland Browns. You're going to have to tell this story because I know we, you talked about this on one of the earlier podcasts. Yeah. But yes, 
this was but th- we we can talk about this off mic. Yeah, we will. But it's like it's 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 how the that that family law the 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 Robbie family lost the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. the estate tax blah 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 they had to make a deal with the devil to yeah. hang on to it and mm-hmm. then they lost the thing and the same thing with the Cleveland Browns. So, uh I think the estate I, I think it's just horrible. Hor- oh, the first 5 you know what? Uh, yay, cuz I'm th- cuz I, I I'm an optimist. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'll probably do better than that mm-hmm. like in my life. Yeah. Probably do <laughs> I'm hoping to do way better. You, you like you know Monopoly. You I don't know if we talked about this on the on the podcast before. Just a fun to know fact. Okay. Because I love and this is the Loftus party, uh uh this is what the website has to do as well. Yeah. Is like fun to know facts. Absolutely. Monopoly, mm-hmm. this woman invented the game Monopoly. Yep. Uh, as to to show like the benefits of this uh economic tax pol- tax policy that was yep. very socialistic and very mm-hmm. how no one can win. Yeah. And how the game is rigged and, mm-hmm. and, and no one can win. And Americans have that such a can do attitude, they're like, I bet I could win. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> Yeah. And it's like the most popular board game in America. It's wonderful. Don't tell it. I'm tired of the ne'er do wells. The ne'er do wells. The naysayers is what I was trying to say. So, um, yeah. So Monopoly, this whole thing. And, yeah. oh, that was a great tweet that that we have. We have a Bernie Sanders Monopoly. Yeah. At Loftus, uh, uh, at Loftus party on Twitter. It's a Bernie Sanders Monopoly. Yeah. Thank you, Stacy, for that one. Very funny. Very funny stuff. Uh, so I, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say. I mean. There, there's not much else to say on the Democratic side. It's getting ugly, but at the end of the day, Hillary is 90 delegates away at this point. She's it. She is. She's going to win. Yeah. Bernie Sanders, it's just a matter of what he wants. Yeah, and you know what's going to end up happening? He's going to sit down with the DNC. He is going to say, I want X, Y, and Z. You're gonna I want Debbie it. Wasserman Schultz out. Which he does. I don't want to have to see her again. Yeah. He was very kind. He's like, I know Debbie Wasserman Schultz for a lot of years. Uh, I really like her as a person, but we need new leadership. She's got to be fired. Poor Debbie Wasserman Schultz. It all looked so easy to do a year ago when they were lining up the debates. Yeah. We'll have a couple of debates. People won't be overloaded with Hillary. We'll, like, hide him on a Saturday evening when no one's watching TV. And that little plan just blew up. Absolutely. I tell you what, you want to make God laugh. Tell them your plans. Amen. Am I right? Amen to that. Can mm-hmm. I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. All right. Uh, Bernie Sanders today uh, in the news said he bet Don- he bets Donald Trump is just just as broke as the rest of us. Hmm. That's an awesome quote. It is. It's an. Aw- I bet he's just as broke as the rest of us. Like how? No. I gar- I can I can pretty much guarantee Donald Trump is not as broke as me. So let me tell you what <laughs> what he's basing this on. What he's saying is over the years. Donald Trump is very, very much a fan of holding his actual economic status close to the chest. Like he said, I'm a billionaire. Trust me. I'm a billionaire. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know anything more than that. Right. Now, at the same time, during the various documentaries and things that have come out about him over the years, his daughter, Ivanka, said, you know, one time I was walking down the street with my father and he pointed at this homeless guy and he said, you know what? Uh, That guy, he's richer than me because he's not $8 billion in debt and I am. But that's taken out of context because you and me, we do not understand money in the way that Donald Trump understands money. Donald Trump understands money as a product. We understand money as, you know, we sit down, we record this podcast, we make a TV show, we get paid to do that. Mm -hmm. And then that money in turn buys goods and services. We are not adept when it comes to using money to make more money. Right. That's what Trump does. Leveraging it. Exactly. The idea. Yes. And I'm down with that. Yeah. Like, hey, that's a skill set I don't have. Yep. But my buddy Steve Marmel, mm-hmm. uh, he, he's a writer, does a lot of uh, very funny stuff. He was uh, 
worked with Nickelodeon for a long time, mm-hmm. Disney, blah, blah, blah. He used to have a uh, uh, a joke about that very, like, Trump thing where, like, a homeless guy is like, hey, can you give me a dollar? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, dude, I can't because you're broke. You're you're even. Yeah. I'm in debt. I have college debt. I'm mm-hmm. at, like, negative 80 grand here. So yep. how about you give me a dollar? It's true. It's true. <laughs> you're winning. Yeah. You are at zero. Well, I very much doubt that Donald Trump is just as broke as the rest of us. No. Uh, I do want to see his tax returns, though. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You know what? I'm a nerd like that. I want to see what's on them. I, I want to know why he's holding them so close to the chest. I want to know what the secret is. I, I want to know what the well, dragons what the, are. What is the big difference between the financial disclosure thing that he did at the beginning of his uh, presidency? Uh, because he's that's like, here's his, my fa- here's my finances. That's his businesses. Mm. That's not his personal taxes. Well, then here's what I think is, the thing is in the taxes. He he as a person mm-hmm. is is probably zero. Okay, that would be the big oh shocking. But it's all in the businesses. Right, right, and I I know people who who are incorporated and blah blah blah, and yeah. like you as the uh, corporation are nothing. Yeah. However, you incorporated uh, has all the money, and you get to lease cars, and there's a lot of benefits to becoming incorporated, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So I think that's probably uh, what it is. It yeah. probably looks bad. It probably like, does to the to the to the layman. And I think he very bravely and very wisely said on like uh, on the Today Show, "None of your business." However, I go I go to great lengths to pay the least amount of tax possible. Yeah, and I think that's the other one. I think he as a person uh, pays probably very little tax. Probably, and I'm very jealous of all of that. I'm holy moly. I'm very jealous of all of that. I'm jealous of Bernie Sanders' tax bracket. Yeah, that's oh my gosh, two hundred twenty grand. He paid mm-hmm. like thirty. He's an extremely yeah, low just over tax forty thousand dollars. His wife's college just went under. Yeah, that was hysterical. Yeah, here's a couple of great uh, gifts from. Was there a, a a god of comedy in the with the ancient Greeks? Uh, Probably. I know you had, you had Dionysus. He was the party guy. Let's let's uh, replicate. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna Google that. Google that up. There had Herodotus. No Herodotus. I don't know. Uh, Deuteronomy. No, that's no, a different that, thing. That, that's a book in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be. Let's make one up. A Greek god of comedy. They so the goddess muse of comedy and bucolic poetry. Is yeah, Thalia. Really? Yes. Thalia. Mm-hmm. Thalia Shire. I loved her in the Rocky <laughs> movies. She wasn't very funny. Uh, Thalia. We should get a little... Sh- See? We learned something again. So anyway, she was smiling on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bernie Sanders' wife, she runs this college in Vermont. Yep. Uh, Dreamer University. <laughs> idiot. Idiot. Community college. Whatever it is. And uh, they went under. Yeah. Yeah, and all these of, all these colleges yeah. making all this money off these kids. Well, these kids are paying all this money to go to college, and these colleges are just getting rich, rich, rich. Hers goes under. <laughs> and the unfortunate thing is that this was Burlington College in Vermont, and, home of the coat factory. <laughs> Touche. Um, but a lot of it, actually, the reports are saying was her doing. Be- yeah, because she wanted to expand the college, make it bigger. They took out a ten million dollar loan to buy land and build. And then they couldn't pay the debt she back. She single-handedly ruined it. Pretty much. Yay! It's fantastic. However, uh, the the great joke of it all is she walks away with two hundred grand uh, severance package. Yes, she does. She has a little two hundred thousand dollar parachute, and that is the problem in a nutshell. Yeah. You know who makes money uh, in socialist societies and uh, communist uh, societies? The people at the, the top. The people who decide where the money goes. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. It's just like, there it is in a nutshell. Oh, and Venezuela. 
Yeah. Venezuela, Bernie Sanders. You can't listen, you guys. I, I, um, Bernie Sanders a, a few years ago was like, "This is how you do it, Venezuela. This is a great uh, example of a socialist society where finally it's da, 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 and now it is it's it's gone bad." Yeah, and Venezuela has everything. Yeah, like there is zero, there is no excuse uh, for Venezuela other than socialism. You guys, um, it's not a good idea. We, we said it on the TV show. No. Uh, socialism has uh, uh, a losing track record. Yeah. And it's hard to point to examples of, like, the, sh- the great shining, uh, the great hope of socialism. You know, in Canada, they have, they're having lotteries for medical stuff. I haven't seen that. Google, Google um, medical lotteries in Canada. And in Ottawa, in Ottawa, there's a lottery. And guess what? The money's going to go to... Uh, sonogram equipment. Like, for real? You're going to have a baby in Canada, in Ottawa, Canada, and they don't have, like, state-of-the-art sonograms? They're going to hope they're going to raise money through a lottery. Well, I mean, that's not actually uncommon to take money from lottery winnings and to put that in other places in the government. We do that in this country as well. We just earmark that money for education. And that is another one of the great frauds of the lottery. Yes, that is just oh my gosh, that's a great monologue. Go to YouTube right now if you want to see what's really going on with the lottery. That money is not in addition to no, and that is the that's that that to me is criminal. And I know that these laws are written in such a tricky way, yeah. but I always thought I always thought that out of every paycheck you make in your little state, this month mon- this money goes to roads, that money goes to you know keeping the government going, this money yeah. goes to police, and this money goes to education. And then they thought, you know what we can do? We'll make it the schools better. We'll raise some money through a lottery, and we'll put the lottery money in with the education money, and the schools will get so much better. That's not what they do at all. No, it's not. That's not. What they, they take your tax money for education, and they go, oh, well, we've got this much money we've raised through the lottery, so we'll use the lottery money for education, and we'll take the education money and put it somewhere else. That's why every state has a lottery, but their schools are going down. And that was the worst thing. You heard about what was happening in Detroit right now? With all of their teachers. What, what else can happen in Detroit? I know. So, Those poor souls. And, and I, I know some people in Detroit. I yeah. got a lot of friends in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, capitalism and entrepreneurship is really, really trying. Yeah. The people of Detroit are trying so hard. God bless them. Don't give up. There's a great barbecue place right downtown. That, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're practically giving away space downtown. Yeah. Like, if you want to start a business, come on in and open it up. There's some really, really cool stuff going on in Detroit. Yeah. So I don't actually, think I'm crapping all over. No, no, no. And I've got friends back there. Like They're comparing it to Soho, New York in the 70s where like all these cool people, they there's can just some, go get an entire warehouse and do something cool with yes, it. Yes, there's, there's one of the coolest bowling alleys slash alternative rock clubs mm-hmm. ever in Detroit. Yep. I wish I knew the name of it. Uh, it's the old fun to know fact. It is the uh, oldest uh, bowling alley still in operation that has uh, the, the pins. That was the first automatic pin setting really? bowling alley. Yeah, and it's this really cool, and they have a jazz club downstairs, mm-hmm. and then upstairs is this alt rock club where you can see all these great bands, and it's like this really, it's a really cool hip mm-hmm. downtown that they got going on there. But yeah, Detroit. You were saying what else could go wrong? So, and and this is and this is what's amazing to me. They elected a Republican governor who promised small government. Good man, and I like him. He literally took his hand and stuck it deep into the pie of every single corner of the government of of small business of everything. He was the one who caused the whole Flint water crisis. And what he's been doing is he's been hiring these quote unquote emergency managers. 
basically someone who comes in. You snuck in, in one there. What's that? Snuck, you snuck in. He's responsible for the Flint water crisis. Well, no, but we, we need to know. I mean, th- this is Rick Snyder. He did oversee all of this. Yeah. You know what he did? What's he that? called up a little agency, and he goes, what if we started taking the water out of this river? And they go, hold on, we'll get back to you. So they sent back a report. They're like, yep, absolutely, go for it. You're all good. Actually, because it, it wasn't him. It was the emergency manager that okay. he appointed. But they asked the EPA, can yeah. we do this? Are mm-hmm. we good? And they said, absolutely, we're good. They're like, okay. Yeah. So they started doing it. And then the head of the EPA in Chicago mm-hmm. goes, hey, don't – that that earlier report, that was just a young go-getter and don't pay attention to that. No, you're right. And he goes, we already, we already did it. Okay. That was probably a bad thing. Mm. Yeah, and they quietly they swept that one under the rug. She she uh, she uh, she just retired a couple yeah. weeks ago. No, everything she kind of bowed out. True. So yeah, not denying that for a second. So yeah, just uh, just so just to be fair, the Republican governor his his head's on the chopping block, but he's like, hey, I, I asked the people who are yeah. supposed to know. So here's one place he actually did screw up. Uh oh. Yeah. So when you're a teacher. You can say one of two things. You can say, I want to get paid all of my money during the school year. I'll put some aside. And then over the summer, you're not going to pay me. I'll make sure to save my own money. Uh huh. Or you can say, I want to set aside a little bit from each one of my paychecks so that we can save it for the two months I'm not going to be paid. And you'll send me 12 paychecks instead of sending me 10 paychecks. Uh, that's how. That's very much how it works in, uh, in uh, the Writers Guild for writing go. situational comedies. Perfect. Now, what would you do in that scenario if they said, okay, so you know that money that you set aside? Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost it and we can't pay it to you. I would be upset. That's exactly and you know what, what I would probably do. What's that? I would probably get together with some of my friends and uh, protest this action and demand my money back. That's exactly what the teachers did. That's exactly what happened. What to them. did he do with the money? We don't know. They lost thirty million dollars <laughs> and they don't know where it went. Oh, oh, good lord! He's yeah. got problems. He does have a few. He's problems. got problems. Yeah. That's no good. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to dig into that story. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to d- dig down. We're going to have to dial down, drill down, as they say on the MSNBC. <laughs> drill down on that story. Um, holy smoke, it's going well. I, 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 that's the reaction when, when Andrew shows me the clock. When I go, good Lord, that's because <laughs> I'm having so much fun and there the time go. is going by and I want to keep it moving. Um, here's my uh, some thoughts on Donald Trump. Okay. Occasionally I'll just write down random thoughts about Donald Trump that's in my fair. little comedy notebook. You know what his problem is? What's that? He's a brute. Okay. He's like an old school like a uh, brute. Yep. Like from a like from a Looney Tunes mm-hmm. uh, cartoon. You see what he says? He really is. Bow, bow. I tell you what, we gotta stop them all. <laughs> put a band on till we can figure out. He is. You put a mustache on that guy and a big cowboy hat. He is like Yosemite Sam. Like Yosemite Sam. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> his heart is in the right place. Yep. In a lot of those cartoons, mm-hmm. he just gets a little upset. And what we need is like a Bugs Bunny. To constantly hang out with him and explain, like a translator. Yeah. Right? It's almost like uh, My Fair Lady. Okay. Right? Where he is, he's like the Eliza Doolittle. Like, you know, what we've got to do, we've got to stop all the Muslims coming in the country, what, what, for a little while. And then you need like a Professor Higgins going, I think uh, what Eliza Trump means to say is a lot of these Islamic terrorists mm-hmm. come from the same part of the country. We might want to just slow down. You know who uh, Trump should rely on that? Who? Uh, John Barron. Who's John Barron? Uh, also known as John Miller. Oh, John Miller. Yeah. That, that, yeah. But, if, but you know what's weird about those guys? What's that? I never. You can never lock them down. I was going to interview both of them okay. uh, for the show. Really? And it turns out they both can't be on the air at the same time. Really? It's weird. It's like, do, it's, do we think this is like a Clark you know, Kent Superman Do you know uh, John Miller wears glasses? 
Donald Trump does not. Really? Yes. Wow. They, they look very similar. Hmm. Different haircuts. Okay. Kind of like a Clark Kent Superman kind of a thing. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> John Miller works for the Daily Planet. I know. Like, yeah, listen, you guys. Donald Trump is not Superman. Uh, but yeah, with Donald Trump, it's just the way he's de- delivering the message. Yeah. Like if he had, um, uh, you know, Jeb Bush out there as the translator. Mm-hmm. Okay, what Donald's trying to say is yeah. this: that I think his message would go uh, so much, uh, so much better. And, he- and the thing here's the thing: when you're like a regular everyday Joe, mm-hmm. and this is the other thing that drives me crazy. People are like, I'm afraid of Donald Trump because he hates all Mexicans. He's a racist because he hates all Mexicans. And then you go, okay, well here's here's actually what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said the illegal immigrants and da, 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 and they're like okay so you're just gonna defend him you're just gonna defend him mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not wait I guess that is defending him but I'm telling you what actually happened yeah so I, I, I'm presenting the actual facts so okay you're a Trumpkin you drank the Kool Aid click I'm writing you off it's like, wait a minute if we can't have a rational discussion where the facts are involved actually you know where Trump isn't doing himself any favors so one of the people that he's been relying on to be a mouthpiece is Chris Christie. Yeah. And so he tells it like it is that Chris Christie. He looks right in the camera and talks to America. (laughs) So Trump, he goes off on a rant about Nabisco. Yeah. And he's talking. He's all upset because Nabisco moved all its operations down to Mexico. Mm -hmm. And so Trump is like, yeah, we're done with this. I'm not eating any Oreos. You know what, Chris? You're not eating any Oreos either. You don't need to eat any more Oreos. And it's like, yeah, that's a great line. That's funny. Then you, you you take it back a step and everyone's like, oh, well, he's not being nice to Chris Christie. <laughs> that's just people. And listen, everybody. I hate it when somebody's like obviously joking and then yeah. people blow it out of proportion. And I wish I had one as an example right now. But in 20 minutes, I'll think of one and I'll freak out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were talking about Trump needs the Hispanic voters. There was some, some woman on uh, – on MSN uh, this morning mm-hmm. and just drive me crazy because she was talking. Uh, she's a Latina yep. and she represents some. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it was the oh, it was the evangelical message. Ah. Trump did that pre-recorded. Uh, he recorded a speech on his plane, a little mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, the National Latino Evangelicals. Mm-hmm. Great name, three great words, great go great together. And he's like, he's not good when he reads from a speech, no. so it looked a little forced, of course. And and this woman is like, and Trump, Donald Trump needs uh, fully, uh, no, he needs a great deal of the Latino uh, community su- to support him. No president has been elected without a third of the Latino. And like she was just hitting Latina so hard. It was driving me crazy. It reminded me of the, the SNL skit with Jimmy Smits where they're like the whitest people in the room were like, you know what I think I'll have? I'll have the burrito. <laughs> it's like, stop doing that. Yeah. Stop. We get it. Mm-hmm. All right. You don't have to over yeah. pronounce every uh, word. So uh, Trump does this like pre-taped speech. Mm-hmm. That they play for this convention of uh, Latino evangelicals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to like President Trump. You know, and uh, you hear the crowd like laugh. Yep. You know, ha 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 ha. Mm-hmm. And then whoever the uh, the preacher is, the, the the leader of the group, you hear him go, let us pray. <laughs> it was like a great little punchline, right? So what they don't mention is Hillary mm-hmm. also uh, taped one. Okay. And she was doing the same thing. Yeah. She was reading from a teleprompter. And you are the favorite people that I – and it was like horribly – Of was, course. It wasn't as bad as Donald's, but it was yeah. pretty darn bad. And at the end of hers, creaky, creak, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I would at least have. I would. I would really. At least he got some kind of an emotional response. Yeah. Like a nervous laughter. Ha ha ha. Whatever. But man, she got nothing. No. The silence was deafening, dude. It's like, and you know, they actually they did a poll 
the two candidates, Hillary and Donald, they are the most disliked candidates in any general election since they started doing polling. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. But you know what? He can change. She cannot. That's fair. I mean, she can't get – I don't think she can get more genuine. I mean, I, I think she's she's like a, a robot that thinks it's alive, mm-hmm. you know? So, so <laughs> and she, she doesn't even know. Like, she doesn't, she can't dance to pop with her music. She doesn't have, like, a favorite poem. She's like, I know math. I know this. I know that. Like, uh, she, uh, I've, really, I've just had it with her. Okay, so this is where Michael Loftus fixes the world. So you're Donald Trump's advisor. Sure. And I'd, dude, I would crush at that job. Absolutely. I would crush at that job. So he's got the issue that he's really upset a lot of minorities. He He's not doing very well with women. Right. How do you turn it around for him? How do you turn it around? Yeah. First thing I do is like, D-man, DT. I'd call him DT. We'd okay. have some great drinking jokes. Okay. Uh, go to South Central. All right. That's the first thing I do. So, uh, no, uh, the south uh, side of Chicago. Doesn't matter. Go to South Central LA. Okay. And don't eat a taco bowl. But just be like, hey, what are you guys, how you doing? Yeah. Like, how are you doing mm-hmm. in your life? What do you want? Yeah. Do you want to work? Do you want to, like, make some money? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go, like, really, I'm the way to go. You see, here's a picture of this building that I built. Blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. Here's a picture of this. I did a couple businesses that didn't work out. What do you guys want to do? You, right there. What's your name? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I'm just going to, I don't want, no, it's, it'd be too horribly don't, racist. Don't, right? don't. I know what you're going to do. It would mean. sound bad. But they're like, oh, I want to be, uh, you know, I want to have my own record store. Yep. And he'd go, well, I'm going to help you do that. Here's the great thing. I'm going to get out of your way. Right now, the Clintons are going to tax you with this. They're going to regulate that. But mm-hmm. I'm going to find a building for you. Let's, let's find, I'm going to hook you guys up. Who wants to go? Who wants to make it in this great nation? You know, there's a reason you're here. Yeah. The reason you're here is because it's the biggest party on in, in the world, and there's mm-hmm. lots of prizes, and if you work really hard, you can win bigger prizes. Yep. That's the way you do it. It's like, hey, sorry about that other stuff, uh, about, you know, the whole uh, – first of all, I don't even know if it's, if it's worth it to deny it, but just say, listen, I, I know you guys aren't all rapists and criminals. That's just silly. Like, no one thinks that. I don't think that. What do you want? And let's make that happen. This is America. That and I would just send that message uh, to every Latino community and every uh, African American community. It's like it's it's the the, the Democrats. They like count on the the black vote, just mm-hmm. like like cashing a check. Yeah, every do. month. Yeah, it's like this is a given. Yeah, and it's like how long? How long? And it, maybe it's just like the the short lifespan of human beings. Right. That like every generation has to learn it over and over again. Mm -hmm. But it's like, wow, just look at like history. Like these these are bad neighborhoods and they've been bad neighborhoods for a really long time. You know, like the the great thing about Obama Mm -hmm. and this is this is very this this actually ties in very beautifully. Okay, Obama does this really uh, a couple of, I think, huge missteps. But like with Cuba, he's like, hey, our policy with Cuba, that wasn't working. Yeah. We've been doing this for like 40, 50 years. Nothing's mm-hmm. changing. So I'm going to shake it up and do something different. Yep. And everybody's like, that's brave and that's awesome and we need to celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Let's do it with everything. Yeah. And people like Donald Trump comes out the other day and he's like, yeah, I, I talked to Kim Jong-un. And they're like, whoa, whoa, that is risky. Really? What's the risk in talking to your enemy? What's the risk? Obama uh, goes out and like opens up negotiations about with uh, talking about nuclear weapons. Yep. 
with the people of Iran. If you're yep. like, that's brave. Mm-hmm. He's trying to be a peacekeeper. Yep. And he says he was uh, he was negotiating with the moderates, and and we know now that that was an absolute lie, absolutely <laughs> a total yeah. lie. But we're still like, mm, let's hope this nuke deal works out. He mm-hmm. bra- so what is the difference? Like Hillary uh, Clinton on her website is like Donald Trump is too risky for America. Really, what's his big? What's the big risk? In, well, oh no! He talked to Kim Jong Un last time I checked. Last time I checked, this is Bernie Sanders. This is America. The president did a, did a nuke deal with Iran. Okay, so in the risk scale, uh, and North Korea already has the nukes, <laughs> so it's like, hey, that deal worked out really well. And who did that? Bill Clinton. Oh, and it was like the pretty much the same deal. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. So. Building upon that. Yes, okay. let us build upon this pile of sand. So Trump has had a couple of things that came out this past week. Uh, he announced that he was going to ra- start raising money. He was going to start accepting donations, which was kind of inevitable. You we, gotta. We, we knew it was going to happen. Yeah, gotta. But this was actually one thing that he did that I didn't like. Uh-oh. Yeah, so he released a list of people that he would potentially nominate for Supreme Court justice if he were elected. I think I know where this is going, and when and what's uh, what's your problem with it? And well, I'll tell you what the problem I think I have with it too. It's like sad one, times. Yeah, it's like one of the things that I love about Michael Topia is we recognize that you know having these heavily archaic conservative views on social issues not the best way for us to spend our time. You True know? that. And. Every single one of the people that he said he was going to nominate, hardcore social conservatives. Bum, bum, bum. And it's sad, you know? Yeah. It's like that was one of the things that was exciting about Trump. It's like— They weren't like uh, constitutionalist guys? They No, that's the thing. They are constitutionalist well, guys. Well, there you go. Like original—here's the thing. I didn't know about this. Here's the great thing about doing a, a show like this and everything else uh, is that you learn stuff like uh, Anthony uh, Antonin Scalia. Scalia. Yep. Was a certain type of like original intent guy? Yeah, is that what you call yeah, it? Yeah, originalist. Yeah, or, an originalist. originalist. And then yeah. on the opposite side of that is what? Uh, it it I, I don't know what the word, but a, a, a liberal, a much right, more right, liberal right. leading judge. I'm with the the Scalias of the world. Really? Yeah, yeah. Which is a tough place to be because like those guys, like if Ben Franklin were alive today, yeah. Let's just play that stupid game. Of course. Right. First of all, his head was an explode. Yeah. Because he'd be so, like, I'd, I'd show him my iPad Pro, and he would just <laughs> be a puddle. He would just be a puddle. Also, you know, he'd make some really racist jokes. Because, really? Well, because back then, black people were slaves, and now oh, we have a yeah. black president, and I think he'd be a little weirded out by that. I don't know. I think I think Ben Franklin, and no, no movie's ever done that guy justice. I don't even know what we're talking about now. Original intent. But, like, yeah. seriously, like with cell phones and technology and snooping, just get a warrant. You can't snoop without a warrant. No, of course not. Some of this stuff is very basic, and, yeah. and, and uh, Anthony and Scalia would make jokes about it. You know, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, just like, yeah, the Founding Fathers, what? They don't know what to do with a computer. But, look, if we pretend that, like, sending an electronic piece of mail is like sending a mail through the postal, yeah. you know, service, then you mm-hmm. have to have uh, – there has to be privacy there. Absolutely. The government can't just open up and, and keep a copy of every letter you ever send. Yeah, you yeah. Need, so uh, – I think that kind of answered it. Here's my problem with it. It's like now all these people are under scrutiny. They're already – like he's not even president. Like here's who I would put on the Supreme Court, which makes like a certain segment of the, your voting base, I guess, happy. And they're like, yeah. okay, that's who he – oh, I was worried. That's exactly that's what it I, was meant to I be. I am out of uh, – about out of patience with these people. He's not a real conservative. He's not a real, and I'm still looking for that list. Yeah. Like what do you have – what are the things you have to check off? There's a dude I know. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. whatever. <laughs> I think I think and I've said it before. I think Donald Trump's uh, his stance on uh, is on Planned Parenthood is just fantastic. Yeah, it's 
perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the big gun. If Ted Cruz, like Planned Parenthood, I'm going to rip up Planned Parenthood, I'm going to start everybody just uh, freaks out and that's the end of the world. But by and because they always say it's not about abortion, it's about women's health issues. It's women's health issues. And with Donald Trump and the way he's talking about Planned Parenthood, and he's like, I love it. Women's health issues, women's health issues. I'm not down with abortion, but I tell you what, cervical cancer screenings and mammograms and all that stuff, that's a valuable source. We got That is brilliant. That is brilliant. Not down with abortion, but I tell you what, women's health, yeah, we need to take care of that. That's fantastic. I got this little stat. I always love it when I have actual statistics and numbers. I feel like a newsman. <laughs> Go it for it. makes me feel powerful. Uh, to date... Uh, this is about Clinton and Trump, and I think this is a great just little picture of what do you want for your country. Yes. Uh, as of today, Hillary Clinton has uh, has like either spent or raised $182 million. Okay. $182 million. She has a staff of 732 people helping her out. Okay. That's a big staff. Yep. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, $57 million, and virtually tied with her in a lot of the polls. So he's getting just as much bang. He's gotten way more bang for his buck. He's got a staff of 70 people. No. So that is that is another thing. Like one of the issues that this is why I will vote for Donald Trump in this. Wow. He has a staff of 70. He's doing pretty well. She has a staff of 732. That's the size of her government mm-hmm. and the size of his government. Baboom. Okay, so building upon this, Donald Trump – He's gearing up for the general election. He's moving forward. Mm-hmm. Let's, he needs the Latinas. Let's say he's the Latinos. Let's say that he I looks said it at everything. Just a touch. But yeah. let's say that he decides that he just looks at everything and says, "You know what? I need a bigger staff. We're going to have to hire more people." And Which then, he will. And then he starts to get up to Hillary's numbers. How do you oh, feel about he won't that? Get, he won't get those. He I'm won't. Saying, we're talking if he did hypothetically. Yeah. Oh, the big taboo. I know the right? big taboo. That's oh my gosh! I have to write that down. The big taboo. That would be a great uh, segment. When we find when we find politicians answering hypothetical questions, that's break. That's the big taboo. I love it. We should have the big taboo. The big taboo. The big taboo. Twenty pound sledge. Get on it. Oh my gosh! That was so much fun. That band is so awesome. Ah, 20-pound sledge. I love you guys. You're fantastic. They just completely crushed. Mm-hmm. If he got that big and, and was like the, the same as hers, yeah. it would be bad. Yeah. It would be bad, and I'd feel a little embarrassed and a little ashamed, mm-hmm. like I did during the Bush administration. Yeah. When, like, uh-oh, uh, Republican uh, Congress and Republican president, uh-oh, now things are going to get smaller. Now thing, And those guys just spent the money like yeah. it was going out of style, and government got bigger. And that's part of the peop- why the people are uh, – are angry and they yeah. want to shake it up. They're like, no, 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 no. You, you talk the talk and you did not walk the walk, yeah. my friend. Yeah. So you got to go. That's the Tea Party revolution mm-hmm. right there. And I'm down with the Tea Party. Love me some Tea Partiers. Victims of IRS shenanigans. Ah, uh, yes. That was a that was a huge we dodged a bullet moment, and I'm never going to let it go. And they're going to call me a conspiracy guy. And it was just a handful of IRS agents in Cincinnati that were just up to – nope. I don't believe that for a second. All right, so we, we should just clarify there was a thing going on. Some people might have forgotten about this about oh, a I, year yeah. and a half ago. Good for you. Yeah. Yes. Where there were certain uh, 501c4 non – 
partisan political accounts. Mm-hmm. They're also known as dark money in politics, where it turned out that people who had more conservative leanings that were filing to have these sort of accounts created were being rejected more heavily than people with more liberal leanings. Oh, and they still haven't. Like, to this day, they're still going through hassles. Of course. And it's... Yeah, when Big Brother starts messing with the little guy mm-hmm. for political to meet pol- certain to make to make certain political events come to pass. Boy, that was a really awkward way to say that. Yeah. It's just bad. It's listen, today it was bad uh a year and a half ago it was bad for the the Tea Party group mm-hmm. and that that it'll swing both ways. That Big Brother, man, that big government. Who who And that's who. why so many people are relying on American Crossroads. American Crossroads. Yes. Tonight on American Crossroads. <laughs> I have one I have a couple more uh stories. Obama's going to Vietnam. Yep. Did he already do the Hiroshima? Hiroshima? I don't know if he's done it yet. NBC News says that he just arrived today, in Vietnam today on Sunday, so in Vietnam. He's it's his tenth trip to Asia, but he is the first sitting president to visit Hiroshima you know since nineteen forty five. You know what he's doing in a really an American president went in forty five? Well, yeah, it was right after the uh, right after we World nuked War it. Yeah. We're like, whoa, that yeah. was a big bomb. Exactly. Don't ever feel bad about dropping the bomb. No. Don't ever feel bad about that. It made sense at the time. It really did. Yeah. It wasn't like here's the deal, uh, and uh, here's my joke uh, of why uh, I got a couple of, like just like jokes. Obama's going to Vietnam just to make sure he's doing the uh, slow drip, drip, drip of uh, forces correctly. <laughs> he wants to make. Sure. I, th- I find it so incredibly ironic that like the thing that they always accused uh, the Bush administration in the war in Iraq. Yeah. Like, it's going to be another Vietnam. It's going to be another Vietnam. I'm like, no, no, it's not because we went in with an overwhelming force. Yeah. We achieved victory. Uh, you know, with we we decimated the bad guy. Yeah. In terms of that victory, yeah. I'll say that. Uh, so that's how you win. That's that's a war. You go yeah. in with. So Obama's like, no, it's good. to make a Viet like, like Vietnam, you can't call them combat troops. You got okay, get the army out of there, and let's put in like a handful. We'll call them advisors, and we'll just drip them in. Just now, it is now. It literally is just like Vietnam. They're not. We don't have combat troops. Wait, but there was a guy with a rifle that got killed. He was a special forces training man. <laughs> just like I don't care what you call it. That dude was in the army. That yeah. that's boots on the ground. It's either a war. Or it's not a war. And if it's a war, go win it. Don't do this thing of like, okay, these are we're gonna add. You know, let's let's put 150 more guys over there. But let's do 250 more this month. That's exactly how Vietnam. But happened. let's call it what it is. It's not a military war. It is a war to win the hearts and minds of the Iraqis. Iraqi people. That's what they're trying to do. And well, they then don't we're going to need. There. They don't want us there. They want law and order. Yep. They want law and order. And you know what you need in law and order? You need either a superhero or you need the United States Army. Or you need Hang 'em High Jack McCoy. Woo! That dung dung. <laughs> Man, it's a great show. It's a wonderful uh, show. Okay. So uh, Obama, Vietnam, here, Hiroshima. Oh, here's the other great thing that I think is just worthy of praise. Yep. Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. What did she – and she backed it up. I wanted her to back it up, and she did it yesterday, mm. and they showed it on Meet the Press this morning. Yep. If uh, she is elected, uh, Bill's going to be in charge of the economy. Yep. Which is hysterical. Yeah. She Donald Trump's like she's playing the woman's card and she's like, oh, that I am just as good. I am equal. I am this. I am woman. Hear me roar. I am just as smart as you. I'm just as great. Who's going to be in charge of the money? Uh, Bill. Bill handles. He wrote most of the checks for the family in the 90s. I'm going to be doing some. It's like that's men's work. Honestly, do you know (laughs) what that is? That is Fuller House. (laughs) That is Hillary saying, you know what? The 90s were great. And. 
I have access to this guy who was really popular in the 90s. I'm going to bring him back. We're going to do the revival. Oh, it is. It is Fuller House. And then, then you know what? And then you'd have to get Newt Gingrich back in there <laughs> and John Kasich. And they they all look a little older. Yeah. And they're like, well. It's like uh, something feels off about this. Shouldn't we be trying something new? You know, maybe something right? more up to Right. I'm just trying to. Who's, who's Dave Coulier in this metaphor of, uh, of uh, the, the Hillary Clinton Fuller House? Oh, I guess it, it'd have to be Al Gore. Al Gore. <laughs> yeah. And then who's Stamos? Ah, uh, that's great. Is that's anyone a great as good looking as Stamos? Let's be honest. Okay. We might have to uh, uh, get into some uh, Michael Topias here to, ah. round, to round out the, the day. This has been a great one. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Okay. Michael Topia. Yes. Uh, if you know what this is, uh, the world is kind of cuckoo. The world doesn't make sense sometimes. Uh, but in Michaeltopia, everything makes sense, and there, Michaeltopia has its own rules. So each yes. week we tell you new uh, potential rules uh, and dictates for Michaeltopia. Uh, I'm going to let you start, but I got one. I got one in the chamber. All right. Okay. That was a very good shotgun. That was. That was a really yeah. good. All right. So <laughs> in Michaeltopia, <laughs> when you're running. <laughs> oh, oh, and then I want to I want to do the Chewbacca lady later. Okay. Don't worry. We, we've got her. So in Michaeltopia. When you're running for any political office, Mm -hmm. you need to have a staffer who works for you that can show you how to use a private browser window. Uh Uh-oh. I know where this is going. Yep. Good old uh, guy who's running for Congress, Mike Webb. He decides he wants to post a little screenshot. Yeah. And uh, he forgot that he had a couple of tabs open that were full of porn. Right. But it's like like two two porn tabs open. And you know what? My first instinct... My first instinct yes. is to, like, I want to go and see what he's into. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that, <laughs> that's, that's like... everyone. <laughs> what was it? Wasn't one, like, like uh, like uh, African-American girls? and uh... what, what, One was, like, it was uh, Layla Rivera something something. And then the other was. I like uh, how you pretend like you don't know. And the other Layla was... Rivera something something. And then the other was the, the something amateur video something something. That's the way to go with the. Ah, see, your computer agrees. Uh, okay, that's a good Michael Topia. But you know what? That guy left it up. Yeah. That's the most attention. We're talking about it. Absolutely. His campaign, I guess he was getting crushed in the polls. Nobody yes, even indeed. knew he was alive. Yes, he was. Then you tell people, hey, I'm looking at porn. They're like, hey, I might vote for you. <laughs> and he'll probably get elected uh, because of that. Okay, in Michael Topia, and I, I apologize apologize already if this is a repeat, but eh. I'm having that deja vu no uh, moment. In Michael Topia, not everything we do helps the terrorist. Okay. Every time someone on the right proposes that we do something, yep. on the left they go, "That just helps the terrorists." Mm. That just what if we took the guns away from the terrorists? That mm, no, they they're expecting that. That would just help them recruit. It's like every single idea on the right somehow helps the terrorists. What if we gave them free breakfast cereal? No, that just helps the terrorists. <laughs> They would use it as propaganda. They'd want free bowls, and then they'd be killing us with spoons. What if we uh, ballpoint pens? Ah! That would just help the terrorists. So in Michaeltopia, not everything we do potentially helps the terrorists. Okay, you're up. All right, so we're going to go right into the one you want to tell. In Michaeltopia, the Facebook Live video ante has been upped because last week a woman became the most viewed woman on Facebook Live when she showed off her new talking Chewbacca mask. We got to do something bigger. 
We got to do something bigger than a woman laughing with a There's Chewbacca nothing. mask. There's nothing. Now, now I think you're you're playing fast and loose with the rules of Michael Topia. Am here. I? You are because okay. like in, in Michael Topia, it has to be like in the real world this happens, and in Michael Topia that happens. So what you're saying is like in Michael Topia, Facebook did an awesome thing. <laughs> Which I really don't like. Here's an example of Michael Topia. Okay. Uh, in in Michael Topia, there are no more political patsy news shows. Okay. Right. Yep. In the real world, yep. You see, like Meet the Press. I'm watching it today, and it's like three or four liberals beating up on some douchebag patsy Republican. Yes. That got roped in. Of course. Right. And yep. he's like outgunned and outnumbered. And it's like why I can't stand uh, Bill Maher's show yeah. on HBO. Yeah. It's no. I loved Politically Incorrect. Yeah. You had two on the left, two on the right, and there was a real discussion. Absolutely. It's why John Stewart made so much great hay off uh, off Crossfire. Yeah. Right? Those guys, they were literally just talking the problem. They weren't talking about solutions. Mm -hmm. A million years ago on PBS, they showed this great debate. Uh, William F. Buckley on on one side with his team, and then there was another uh, people uh, person in his team, and they were talking about affirmative action mm -hmm. and whether or not it was a good or bad thing. Yes. And it it was an old school debate. It was civil. It was wonderful. Yeah. And you know what? It changed my mind. And I, th I th saw things in a new light. Mm -hmm. There is always room for that. Yes. In Michaeltopia, we always have room for a real debate. Okay. But let's try to figure out solutions because that's what America is. Yes, it is. So that's our show for this week. Okay. That's how we're going to – now hold on because we're going to take it out. Okay. We're not going to play the theme song we are going to go out because you brought it up, and I'm so glad you did, the lady in the Chewbacca mask. Now, I know you've all seen this. Mm -hmm. I just want to celebrate. This made me so happy. I literally, my eyes were tearing up. I was laughing so hard. Whether it's fake, whether it's real, I don't care if you're jaded. This woman puts on this uh, this this Chewbacca mask, <laughs> and it just lifted my soul. Here, right. Let's have a, uh, just a clip of this woman laughing. <laughs> It's like, like an almost like an evil cackle of a wit. It's fantastic. It, it was wonderful. That is a uh, a little bit of the Chewbacca lady laughing. Thank you so much for the Loftus party, uh, for your attendance. You're wonderful people. Go out and get you some. The American dream. Live it. Learn it. Practice it in your daily lives. I'm Michael Loftus. That's Andrew Apple. Join us next time. Like us. Like us on Facebook. Go to our YouTube page. Give us five stars on iTunes. Justify our existence. <laughs> See ya.